and welcome back to By the Fire podcast, where I, Ken, your host, take you through mythical tales and creatures from across the Black Diaspora. Now, if I sound ill, it's because I am. Um, yeah, I can already hear myself being a bit nasally, so please excuse the voice. But it's the last episode of the year, episode 30. We made it! And I thought I would release an episode based on a movie I watched just before Christmas. Now, as um, one does, you watch a horror film um, before the Christmas season just to get you in the mood. And I watched The Skeleton Key, which came out in 2005 and features um, Kate Hudson. And it's essentially about a woman who is a carer in New Orleans and she's been asked to take care of this man who has a stroke and has left him paralytic but what she doesn't know is that the house is essentially haunted by these two servants mama cecil and papa justify who use their hoodoo magic to essentially cross their victims so that they can live forever by living the rest of the victims lives so for example if person a who is the victim is 20 and has let's say another 60 years then the spirit would then swap well put their essence in person a so that then they can live 60 more years until they have to find another victim that's essentially the plot and i want to talk about a few things because as i briefly touched upon it talks about hoodoo in new orleans so there were a few aspects of the film that i had to look into and i was I want to speak about that today. Disclaimer, this episode is full of spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, go check it out on Netflix. Um, This is not an advert, but if any film people want to sponsor me and stuff, (laughs) I'm always open to offers. But no, um, this is just, yes, spoiler alert, okay? Don't say I didn't warn you for the next few minutes. Cool. So the first thing I want to talk about is the whole idea of being crossed because that was something that was mentioned in the film where it was thought that the reason for Ben's paralytic state, um, the elderly character played by John Hurt, um, was thought to be because a spirit, Papa Justify, had um, essentially crossed with him and became him at one point and then had left. But yeah, we'll get into that. So what is being crossed now the term cross conditions refers to personal social and emotional situations in which someone seems to have fallen victim to being crossed up one of its original um like meanings is basically to lay down a trick um or create an a cross mark on the victim in order to poison them and is apparently the oldest and most african type of spell um, and it's a form of direct foot track magic. And direct foot track magic is um, a way you can curse an enemy by causing them to step upon or walk across something evil, such as crossing powder, where the cross marks which are intended to hurt an enemy is laid down with small stones and inscribed in the dust with a sharp stick. And then the mark is placed in the path of the enemy and is activated by spitting into them um cursing the one who is meant to be cursed and then it's interesting because what happens to innocent people who walk over the mark is you know it's kind of a debate some people will say that the cross mark is only for the one who was meant to be for the enemy the intended person but 
a lot of people also think that the cross mark can be for anyone so um they would advise you not to walk across a thing when it's seen otherwise you may get you may get crossed or quote unquote hurt through your feet which i find interesting because um people do always have like superstitions about you know if you see money on the floor don't pick it up um because you don't know who that was placed down to target you know and it's like well if it's not for me then shouldn't i be fine or is it the other argument which is if it's down there and it's none of your concern because of your you know greed and stuff whatever magic magic is on there now you're the target so yeah now next up i'm gonna talk about the cure of being crossed because that was actually a scene that was in the film which brings me on to another topic that i found very interesting so the way or the easiest way to clean off a crossed condition is by using uncrossed products which makes sense such as the hindu grass chinese wash and this wash is using an old washing product that's believed to remove bad luck and restore good um you know part of the movement of spiritual merchants is to promote the idea that physical cleanliness equates to spiritual cleanliness and originally the product was sold in a bottle and the practitioner was told to add broom corn straws to increase its powers but nowadays many versions are made with the broom corn already mixed in and what i found so interesting was because this was something that was used in the film um by kate Kate hudson um her character caroline who essentially had to use this wash and sprinkled it with this special um broom all over ben who was the paralyzed man and it was beginning to work he was beginning to be able to move um he was using his tongue to be able to speak very very slowly um so this is also showing the uncross the uncrossing procedure um actually working on a victim so for another point i wanted to mention was brick dust and brick dust red brick dust is very interesting because it has its um origins from africa where red earth was used in spiritual practices taken from the ground with the aim of protecting the person from dangers and possible magical attacks especially during specific ceremonies where the spirit of the adept could be dangerously interfered so you know if you were doing something and sometimes conjuring or something and you could have other spirits who want to interfere you want to be protected um so the brick dust nowadays is taken from you know old fireplaces because they have the energy of the fire element that can be used and is essentially the best material for the red brick dust um it's common practice to apparently put this kind of barrier in front of the door of a home or of a room if you want to keep anyone away who may have any malicious thoughts about you or who may want to cause problems for you um so it's said to create a powerful physical barrier that nothing harmful can cross and for the best results be sure to lay a complete line across all thresholds and windowsills on the eve of the full moon and this can be replaced monthly or whenever you feel like so 
I mentioned this because in the film, um, Caroline discovers that Violet, who is essentially possessed by, um, I don't know if possessed is the right word, um, but she has the essence of Mama Cecil in her. So it's not Violet, it's... <clears throat> so it's not Violet, it is this um, spirit who who is malicious and, or quote-unquote malicious. Mm, no, she's, she's a villain, but you know she has her reasons um some people say and you know violet aka mama cecil is unable to pass the red brick dust laid across one of the doorways which confirms her suspicions that violet is has got bad intentions for caroline and caroline asks her to come into the room take a look at this leak but violet does everything she can to not enter so she's like "Mm, no i can see it from here i can help you from here I don't need to go over there I'm busy and I think Violet essentially knows as well like huh okay she knows something because she oh she's done something because why can't I enter so yeah that is where the red brick dust is referred to in the film finally I thought I would leave the best till last and this theme I found it difficult to find information on and I have no knowledge and I will admit I'm not an expert so I'm just putting my thoughts out there whatever let's see how it goes so this theme of needing to believe in the tradition in the magic for it to work that was a theme throughout the whole film and it essentially caused the climax right at the end and again huge spoilers please if you haven't seen the film by now this is on you so the skeleton key the film came out in 2005 like i said set in new orleans and the main character caroline couldn't be possessed by mama cecile until caroline believed that was the whole premise of the film they had to get her in there make her believe in all the make, make her discover all of these things and believe like you know make her discover their room of the spirits um of the two servants make them believe make her discover you know the conjuring spell the spell for sacrifice um for it to work so what interested me was that caroline did the chinese hindu grass spell to uncross ben which was beginning to work but she didn't believe in it like I said, it began to work. So, does the victim have to believe in it for it to work, or is it the perpetrator? That's my question. Or does it have to be both? Is it enough to work for just one person? Weird, because if that's the case, then they should have been able to possess her, because Mama Cecil and Papa Justified believed in it. So, isn't their belief two people enough? to take one person or is it the fact that because they're spirits their belief isn't real because they're not real they're not humans anymore they're not alive really so they need the only person who was alive to believe which would be caroline whereas when caroline was doing the spell for ben even though she didn't believe in it because he was a human and did it worked i don't know i hope this makes sense but that's a theory I've come up with just now. Anyway, 
I thought I'd compare this whole needing to believe to a spell that a spell a film that came out recently 2020 spell um it stars Amari Hardwick it also stars Loretta Devine and it's set in another area step set in Appalachia Kentucky and the main character Marcus played by Hardwick doesn't believe in the magic at all um grew up on it but obviously has trauma from childhood so turned his back on it and yet the magic that Miss Eloise performs on him played by Divine works and it seems as though he believes towards the end but definitely not in the beginning when she was putting her sleeping spells on him so again maybe is that the theory that because one person believes that's enough for it to work anyway I thought I would maybe compare the two because again it was hoodoo that was used in spell in Kentucky and maybe because it's in two different areas could there be different kinds of hoodoo where um in New Orleans there's different reliefs to Kentucky that could be it I don't know but this is me just putting my thoughts out there um overall it was a very good movie um I really like horror but I'm scared of it (laughs) so this film had a really good like oh big twist which I didn't even really mention um and I'd definitely watch it again and yeah which is a nice like horror I like horror that has um real life undertones to it because it makes it more it makes it scarier because it's like oh wow this is not just like like fiction or whatever people really do believe in this um you know this could be like this could have happened to anyone in the 60s or something so those are the horror that I find most scary because it's like right this could have happened IRL for someone who believes in it but yeah I really hope you enjoyed this episode and here are here's to more horror films in 2023 have a lovely new year and i really hope to catch you in 2023 i don't know why i'm so excited um it's just so nice to be able to do this um it's been over two years now and be sure to rate and comment on apple podcast and follow on spotify you can also listen on soundcloud and youtube and use the hashtag btfpod so we can continue the conversation online and I look forward to you joining me for the next episode. Follow at bythefire underscore pod on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter, as well as By the Fire Podcast on Facebook. You can also join my free mailing list where I post a video with extra information relating to this episode. And if you'd like to financially support, you can support my Kofi KO-FI, where you'll be able to access behind the scene footage and transcripts of every story depending on which membership tier you join if you have a creature of folklore you'd like to hear or would like to be a guest on the show send a submission on my website www.bythefirepodcast.com if you scroll all the way down there'll be a submissions box where you can send me your ideas and yeah i'd love to hear from you Next week, I'll be sending an email to those in my mailing list where they'll be able to receive all these extra tidbits. And yeah, if you want to be a part of that, get to it. I can't wait to catch you with me by the fire in 2023. Bye!